Welcome to the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and the founder of Catani Capital Group. For the last two years, I've been studying alternative assets and now help solve the problem of creating passive cash flow for creators, influencers, and busy professionals by bringing you five episodes a week of easy to understand education in the world of passive investing. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Friday Follow Up here on the Cashflow Chronicles podcast. I am your host, Johnny Catani, and we've made it through another week. And this is a week of first three days in a row of solo podcasts, solo episodes. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed them. As you can hear in my voice, I am still getting over this cold. In fact, I woke up today actually feeling worse, but throughout the day, I pulled myself through. Uh, unfortunately, as a lot of entrepreneurs probably know, you don't really have time to get sick. Although uh, I did take uh, some time of the day off, stayed in bed, and then finally I just, there was too much I had to do. So I got up and got moving and uh, got outside, got some fresh air, and honestly don't feel terrible, although I'm still pretty tired, uh, and you can hear my voice. So I probably sound better than than I feel, but that's showbiz, baby. What are you going to do, you know? <laughs> so uh, today I wanted to talk about something a little bit different. Uh, we obviously always talk about investing, and we've been doing a series about, you know, how to determine your uh, risk threshold. We talked about real estate. The last couple of days we talked about oil and gas and kind of pivoting and you know, why it's important to, to be able to do all that. And all of that is super important. But today I was reading the Wall Street Journal, as I do every day, and I came across uh, an article that they wrote on Bernard Arnault. Uh, if you don't know who Bernard Arnault is, he is the uh, CEO of LVMH, which is the group that owns like Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, uh, Tiffany & Co., like all the top luxury brands. He's a CEO. Now, as of last fall, is now the richest man in the world, somewhere around like, uh, I believe about, just like a casual, I think it's about 200, 208 billion, somewhere in there. You know, nothing too, too crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't even say that with a straight face. I mean, that is insane money i mean and and obviously you know he's earned it right he uh you know has obviously built his success and is uh is self-made but you know 208 billion dollars is just i mean it's that's just so much money uh for any one family to have right it just it goes beyond like FU money, like a hundred million dollars is like FU money. This is like, I mean, to be the richest man in the world, just, just crazy. Right. And then you're the problems that you have are, are so different. Right. I mean, you're talking like, like people know who you are to where you need to have like private security and, you know, people can't really know where you're going all the time, you know, unless it's like sort of your top, you know, top executives and you're going to a meeting, you know, you're, you're, you're very secretive because not just anybody 
can and should know. And if they do, it can be dangerous to you and your family and just a whole other level of, of first world problems. Right. And the article is, so the article was written about how he's trying to determine who the successor of his empire is going to be and how he still is, is uh, yet to put anyone in place. And, you know, he's 74 years old. And so, you know, it's kind of getting to that point where it's like, he's either going to, you know, die the CEO and his successor is going to be named after he dies or he's going to announce it before he passes. And not to say that he's, you know, doesn't still have another 20 years of life left to live, but you know, 74, you're probably, I, I would imagine, you know, I, I obviously he loves what he does, but I would imagine you're getting close to the point where you want to, you want to retire. You want to be done at least in some capacity, now, certainly he's put people in place, right? He's got CEOs of each each individual brand. It's still its own company. Uh, even the company that owns the shares, this is great. Even the management company. So there's a holding company that actually owns his stake in each uh, brand. There's also, it also has its own C-suite as well. So his kids all do different things and they all range from... Um, I think his his daughter is in her early fifties, and uh, oh, sorry, uh, forty eight. She's forty eight years old. Uh, Delphine is her name, and she is the CEO of Christian Dior. Just got named CEO of Christian Dior, and then all the way down to his youngest, uh, Frederic, is uh, twenty eight, and he runs uh, Tag Heuer watch brand. So yes, he owns Tag Heuer as well. All the top name brands are in that group. Uh, oh, excuse me. He does have a 24-year-old son, uh, Jean. He is a director of marketing and development at Louis Vuitton. Uh, oh, sorry, Louis Vuitton watches. So there you go. See, so the each, you know, each brand is its own individual company that has a CEO and VPs and SVPs and all the way down to, you know, like imagine owning a luxury brand and because it's so luxury and there's so much happening that the watch division is separate than the shoe division, than the, you know, and Nike's like, well, I shouldn't even say that because Nike's like that too, right? Nike, Nike doesn't really do watches, but they did. Right. But like the shoes are different than the apparel and Jordan is different than, you know, Kevin Durant's brand and and so on and so forth. I believe Kevin Durant's with Nike. So anyway, what I'm getting at is he's really been able to put his kids in positions that really fit them. And he's groomed them since they were young kids. Um, they ought to go to engineering schools. He's groomed them in mathematics has been a, a big focus for him. Every once a month they meet for 90 minutes uh you know at the the headquarters in a private dining room and just discuss topics discuss managers he's he's really getting he's really really testing and, and trying to determine who's going to be the the heir to this to this empire and certainly you know all of them will have a a piece right i, I would imagine that 
when your father has an empire like this and has groomed you the way he's groomed you, your, your goal is to, you're going to stay there, you know, in some capacity that, that may not be true. Like that may not be true, but certainly the, the brand itself is valued at 480 billion. And if that's all, you know, is working there and luxury brands and he owns all of them, you know, the, the group owns all of them. It's like, wh what else are you going to do? You know what I mean? Not to say that, you know, your expertise couldn't be used somewhere else, but I just have a hard time imagining that they're going to go anywhere else in their lifetime, even if they don't become CEO of the, of the, you know, conglomerate, but you could become CEO of Louis Vuitton. I mean, I imagine they're all vying for it. Um, Delphine being the, the, the front runner with her being the only one who isn't a, uh, a chief executive role. In fact, I believe she's the only one. Let's see. Oh no. Uh, her brother, uh, Antoine is the CEO of the holding company. Yeah. So he's the CEO of the holding company. So there you have it, right? The two oldest kind of really, obviously the front runners. And it's just fascinating because as someone who has a family business in there, in their family, which obviously do not work for, uh, not nearly this big. Uh, it is a large company. Uh, you know, it is up there for sure. But, you know, we're talking, you know, I'm not really sure it's been a long time since I've even been involved in the company. Um, I only talked to my uncle, uh, who's the president, but, you know, uh, it's probably somewhere in the 70 million to a hundred million dollar range total for the, for the company. Right. Not, not them. And, you know, and my uncle's even made comments about like, Oh, you know, why don't, you know, I'm surprised that you haven't wanted to get involved. But the thing is, is when you look at a family dichotomy, like the, uh, Arnault family is he's been grooming them. Right. And, and preparing them, None of us were groomed or prepared. It was just kind of, if you guys want to, you can. If you don't want to, that's fine too, right? And which is totally fine. And in my family, family and business did not mix because it was only one business. Whereas here, there's so many brands and so many different businesses and so many different roles that you truly can spread your children out and spread your family out to where each person can feel that they're act feel like and actually fill a you know, a decision-making role and still be contributing. Whereas, you know, a smaller company is not really going to, you know, have that many positions that, that truly have that. So I just thought it was interesting to read this article and to look at this family and, you know, to kind of read about how he's, you know, kind of grooming them, the CEOs, the longtime CEOs that he had, over Louis Vuitton and, uh, you know, some of the other, like, you know, I mean, they have, they've got Celine, they've got low Mark Jacobs. I mean, they have them all. This is an absolute, this is an absolute monopoly on luxury brands and the kids, you know, a lot of the, the executives have been at these companies for a long time as a lot of executives are. And, 
you know, they have grown up with them and have been kind of groomed by them and, you know, are good at certain things and, you know, and, uh, so it's fascinating to see, you know, imagine your, your mentor was the CEO of, of Louis Vuitton. You know what I mean? That is, that's a very, you know, that that's very different. Right. And the knowledge that you have and the skills that you have, like, you know, they're, they're obviously very focused on this business. And I would be curious to see what family is like, do they also run it like a business? Do they just sort of put it all aside for the business? You know, are they family? Are they close in any capacity outside of, outside of their business relationships? Right. That would be very, very interesting. You know, that would be very, very interesting to, to see and to, and to discover if, you know, they, what kind of relationship they have outside of the business. So Anyway, I just thought that article was fascinating. You guys can go and read it. It's on the Wall Street Journal. It's called The World's Richest Person Auditions His Five Children to Run LVMH, The Luxury Empire. Uh, so anyways, that's that's really all I had. I just wanted to talk about something different. Uh, that is one thing with doing solo episodes is, you know, I, I kind of realized that I do have a capacity for talking about too much and been doing a ton of networking this week outside of the podcast. Um, just kind of changing where I focus my energy. And so I just wanted to talk about something different. So anyway, I appreciate you guys listening as always. Uh, very, very grateful for my listeners. Um, I wouldn't be here without you guys, without your encouragement. So thank you so much. As always, you can follow me on uh, social media at Johnny Katani, J-O-N-N-Y. C-A-T-T-A-N-I. Email me. You guys, if you uh, go listen to Wednesday's episode, that episode talks about the oil and gas opportunity. It's available for accredited investors. So if you're a credit investor and you're looking to offset active W-2 income and three and a half extra money, uh, basically the they use a two in the webinar, they use a $200,000 example and through the cash flow and the exit, 200,000 turns into 700,000. So you heard that correctly. 200,000 turns into 700,000. So again, these are just projections, past performance, not indicative of future results, but it's there if you want to listen and then reach out to me. I would love to chat with you guys about it. Of course, you can always join my list, investwithkatani.com, invest with katani.com and i will talk to you guys next week have a great weekend see you guys thank you again for tuning in who do you know that wants more cash flow share this episode with them so you can grow your cash flow together if you enjoyed the show make sure you're subscribed on your platform of choice so you never miss a new episode go to katanicapitalgroup.com to learn more